Peacock is streaming your favorite shows, movies, live sports, breaking news, exclusive originals, and every live WWE pay-per-view. It's The Office, Chrisley Knows Best, and Peacock original shows like Funky Brewster. Peacock, watch for free, upgrade for more. Stream now at PeacockTV.com. I want to welcome everybody to the 110 Nation Sports Show. I am your host, Mr. CJ Sports. You can follow me at Mr. CJ Sports. You can follow the 110 Nation at 110 Nation. Check us out on Facebook, my personal fan page, Mr. CJ Sports, the 110 Nation fan page, 110 Nation Sports. Also, check out our site, www.the110nationsports.com for all the latest going on here at the 110 Nation. Glad to be here in the studio on this Thursday night. Yes, we do a double duty this week. But what? In a time that is supposed to be slow and not a lot going on, we got some interesting stuff going on. And so with the upgrade of the, uh, the, the, uh, the plan and everything going on, I figured this is a good time as any to try to start getting a two double duty during the week. Um, so I'm trying to get it where we got race chat live Monday nights, eight o'clock right here on the rate, uh, one nation sports radio network, Chris, Craig, Taz, all up in the studio. And then of course myself with one ten nation sports show Tuesday night, Thursday night, eight o'clock right here on the one ten nation sports radio network. So make sure you check that out. Make sure you guys go out to the site, www.110nationsports.com. A lot going on over there. Um, Josh Berry running for Jordan Anderson. Uh, yeah, Jordan Anderson Sports. Uh, Jordan Anderson Racing, I'm sorry. Um, put that press release out um, yesterday. Also, um, uh, a couple days ago, put out talking about LeBron James uh, not getting fined, but Prazingis getting fined. We talked about that on Tuesday night show as well. And then... Uh, I talk about these NBA fans. Lord have mercy. And that's kind of what inspired me to uh, do a double duty this week and um, look like I'm going to be doing double duties moving forward. But, uh, you know, I talked on Tuesday's show talking about there are sports fans and then there's NBA fans. You got sports fans that, that just turn on sports to watch sports. They don't want to be wrapped up or, or drug into all of the politics that go along with some of these athletes, mainly basketball players. They don't want to be wrapped up all into the sideline shenanigans, um, this movement, that movement, what this T-shirt says, practice being uh, justice um, one week, but then the next week, you're totally injustice because one rule applies to one person, but doesn't apply to another person. Um, they just genuinely want to turn on whatever sport they happen to be watching from beginning to end just to watch the game, the race, the match, whatever the case may be. Leave all the politics, leave all the racism, leave all the sexism, leave all the politics, leave everything to the side. Because honestly, that's what got me into doing what I do here. That's why I turn on the sports. That's why ever since elementary school, I got up two hours before school, had to, uh, I haven't even had to get up, turn on Sports Center, because that's all we had back then. Sorry. <laughs> Didn't know no better, but not that we had anything else to watch. I watched Sports Center all morning long. I'd get my, my baseball stats. I'd get my football stats. I would get my NBA stats. 
Um, and, and there was there was some hockey, but there wasn't a lot of hockey. Um, it just wasn't a big thing in Ohio, so it wasn't something we really paid attention to, as we didn't have the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets until after I moved away um, and had joined the military. It was just hockey was just not a thing in Ohio. Um, but I, I, I played sports. It got me an opportunity to just kind of put school behind, um, the, the, the hormones going through puberty, all those things. Um, and, and then when I grew up and as I grew up, you know, I sit down Sundays, well, better yet Saturdays and, and watch college football. I'd watch my Ohio state Buckeyes just cleared the day, just cleared the, cleared the room, cleared my mind, nothing going on with the, the, the women that that particular moments in my life. Um, kids go play. I don't want to hear about what Johnny did up the road or how Timmy broke your heart. Um, I mean, I'm here to, to watch what the Ohio state Buckeyes are going to do. Sunday, let's roll in, pin on time of the year. If it's NASCAR season, NFL season. Hey, look, uh, like I told you yesterday, <laughs> go play. I, I don't need to know what Timmy did again today to have you all up in uh, up in arms. I don't need to know that Johnny won't share his matchbox car with you. Look, I, I got football on. If you want to sit there and watch football and you want to cheer on the Cleveland Browns or, or cheer on, you know, whatever driver or or whatever the case may be, then then so be it. If not, then go. Go enjoy your day. I, I'm not here for the politics. I'm not here for the racism. I'm not here for the sexism. I'm not here to, to hear whatever X end up being X from that time. Blah, 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 blah in my ear. I'm not here to, to hear one kid title on the other kid. I'm not here to have work call me. I'm here to escape all that. And, and then you roll into 10 years and a month and a half ago at this point the creation of the 110 nation and you know this this was my opportunity at one point in time this was a five day a week three hour a night well no actually seven day a week three hours a night I, well let me, let me, it's kind of both it was was <laughs> i did shows five days a week for three hours but then i also jumped on another show for three hours a night two days a week <laughs> So essentially, I was on seven days a week, three hours a night, um, but my show was five days a week, and that was my opportunity. I, I went into what my son called, and I never understood why he called it the computer comp comp room, because he could say computer. Um, for the longest time, I was just thinking, well, he couldn't say computer. That's why he called it the computer comp comp room. And then it, you know, it clicked one day. I'm like, he's saying computer, so why is he calling it the computer comp comp room? But anyway, I would slide into the computer comp comp room, my office, and I, I would do um, administrative stuff, trying to expand the company, trying to do the analytical stuff, trying to gain exposure, um, learn how to do this, learn how to do that, try to pull in this advertising, try to pull in that advertising, write this article, write that article, recruit this writer, recruit that writer, um, recruit this guest, recruit that guest and do shows. And, you know, that ultimately um, was what uh, ended up leading the mother of my children um, to to go elsewhere and find other companionship that uh, I spent all my time in the computer comp comp room and didn't give her the attention that she so badly needed and so badly wanted. Um, so I <laughs> I that, that's where, I, where we're at, where we're at. <laughs> 
Um, but that, that was my way of escaping the world. Um, fast forward 10 years, a month, a couple weeks here. I'm still the same way. When, when I turn my NFL game on, I don't want to see the politics that are involved in the world. I mean, I, I run, I'm a store manager out of a gas station. Do you know how aggravating it, it, it is as it is to know that we're four months into this shit show of administration that there's no way you can honestly ever convince me was a non-rigged election. There, I, there can't be that many morons out there that we're at a point now that we have lost uh, hundreds of thousands of jobs. The stock market ain't worth the shit. The crypto market ain't worth the shit. It's hard to find gas. Gas has gone from barely being a dollar a gallon to now three dollars a gallon. Um, America's military no longer has big balls where they've shriveled up and we're now the, 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 little bitches of the world, I guess we can go back to being as we were once upon a time underneath the Obama administration. And uh, girls are allowed to play in men's sports. Men are allowed to play in girls' sports. We we're, 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 we're got a whole shit show going on. And so I don't want to sit there and, and turn my Cleveland Browns game on and have to listen to all the stuff that these idiots in charge have managed to ruin all these things that have gone completely south since January because we allowed and did dig into an, a rigged election. And let's just say hypothetical. It wasn't rigged. Are, are, was there really that many people that was butthurt over some mean tweets that now we are spiraling out of control and are doomed for the next four years and now are stuck with someone that's actually said racist stuff, not alleged, like people want to allege, the same people that use his name and their music and everything else and it was all about Donald Trump. Now all of a sudden he, he becomes president and he's alleged <laughs> racist. Um, now we have a pedophile, kid-sniffing president and a woman that has essentially slept her way to the second highest position in America. That's, that's, I use my, my Sundays, my Saturday afternoons. Once high school football starts back up my Friday evenings, once the NFL kicks back in my Monday nights to get away from all that. Sit in front of the TV. I don't want to hear politics. I, I don't want to hear about this this thing that allegedly racially, racially happened or this thing that racially did happen or, or this allegation of police brutality or this allegation that, well, if they wouldn't have arrested, they, the whole scenario, different scenario would have played out. Um, that it is unfair that women can't play in men's sport, and it, it's just so unfair that men can't dominate women's sports, and you know uh, all these things that we got going on. So we have those fans, the sports fans that are like me, that genuinely just want to turn on <laughs> and watch a game. 
watch a race, watch a match. Then once again, we have the NBA fans, the fans that get sucked into all the political movements and are more interested in what political stance LeBron James has and what political stance the NBA is going to have. And then we even got some that have gone to the extreme this week. Then have found themselves indefinitely banned. <laughs> New York statement from the New York Knicks. We have guess investigated the matter and determined that the Patreon, um, who is not a season ticket holder, did indeed spit on Trey Young. Yes. One of the two states I have no intentions of ever visiting. New York and that shit show at the very very west coast of America in California. Um, New York fan decided, hey, we're going to spit on Trey Young. You know, our, our organization, our team has been bottled, bottom of the barrel. Really, the, 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 the butt of every joke since the beginning of time. Even more so as of late. So in, instead of continuing just being the butt of the joke because of bad performance, now we're going to be the butt of the joke because we don't know how to act as NBA fans. If we was just a sport fan, we would know how to act because sport fans just want to watch a sport. NBA fans seem they just don't know how to act. That they want to get wrapped up all in the drama. And I guess now they want to find themselves indefinitely banned from sporting events at Madison Garden Arena. Um, he is now banned from the Garden indefinitely. We apologize to Trey and the entire Atlanta Hawks organization for this fan's behavior. This was completely unacceptable and will not be to tolerated in our venue. We have turned the information over to the appropriate authorities. Which... Spitting on somebody is like a big deal. <laughs> I don't know if it's been, if it, if it, if it's even more of a ser serious event or severe event offense with COVID nineteen going on. But I can tell you, spitting on somebody that's like an assault charge or something. Um, so that this is, this is not something that's going to be dealt with in, well, okay, slap on the wrist. You just can't come to the basketball. Um, you can't come to the Madison Garden anymore. MSG, you're done. Um, no, that it's going to be a little more severe than that. Spitting on someone, that's, 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 that's a whole other charge within itself. It's just not just losing your tickets. It's not just being banned. That, that is... Um, you're you're going to have a record now at this point. But if that wasn't enough, let's jump over to last night. We're now a 76er. We've came a long way. Remember, remember Center watching the Indiana Pacers game? Remember watching Ron Ortiz, Metal World Peace, getting a beer thrown at him and, and climbing through the 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 um, stands and and basically boxing, like beat, beat down of uh, a fan. We've come a long way. Like, uh, I, I, I don't know how to take this. Like, you, you kind of joke. You, you, you kind of like, well, this is where we're at. This is, this is how big and bad we are now. We're, we're, we're spitting. 
at least back in our day, they were throwing beers and everything. Um, and now we got official statement from the 76ers after an investigation into the incident that occurred last night. We have determined that the person involved will have his season ticket membership revoked effectively. Imagine losing your season tickets. And, I, and as with almost any team out there, it's not something that is easy to get. Lots, a lot of these organizations and teams have waiting lists to get season tickets for these events. And because of your ignorance, because of your dislike for somebody, your, your distaste for somebody, uh, I, I don't know if alcohol is involved with this. But plain and simply, because of your actions, you are now indefinitely banned and, and lose your season tickets for pouring popcorn on uh, Russ, uh, Russ Westbrook, Russell Westbrook. Um, the 76ers did well, did well to act so swiftly. The fan was obviously completely out of line. Um, the video has made circulation, uh, and he was identified clear and showed his intent. Um, so my question, why the fan received only an indefinite? I don't like the word indefinite. Indefinite means nothing. There is no timeline to the word indefinite. It could be tomorrow. It could be next week, next month, next year. Permanent. The word indefinite to me is the most useless word in the entire dictionary. Maybe next to Michigan Wolverine. <laughs> but indefinite. Um, there's a case he should have an opportunity to earn redemption. Um, being how is just popcorn. I can I can understand maybe in, in this article talking about having an opportunity to um, get redemption, be able to get his season tickets back. I don't know as an organization. I don't know as a fan base. I don't know as a front office I would want to allow that fan to have the opportunity to get redemption to have a second chance there's a couple, couple reasons one especially in the playoffs we're lucky that it was just popcorn We've seen how ugly things can get. Westbrook kind of has the same temper, same mentality as was uh, as Ron Ortiz. Not to the extreme, but he's hot on the collar, and, and, and this incident, rightfully so. Um, but he, he has a tendency of kind of getting riled up. There's many different things and results that could happen. For all we know, anything and something that was on the popcorn, Westbrook could be highly allergic to. We don't know this. And it's a far fetch. 
but there there are people out there that have extreme allergic reactions to just peanuts. You 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 got products that can't even be cooked or made or packaged in the same facility as peanuts because some people's allergies are to that extreme. Now I don't know anybody personally that is allergic to peanut uh the popcorn. And I don't know if there is such an extreme allergy to popcorn as, as, that we see in peanuts and other other things. But what happens if it would have been something that was a bag of peanuts and he had a, a, a allergy where he can't even touch it without breaking out? Then that's, that's not even to mention the fact that it could have been other things it could have resulted in someone slipping somewhere. I, there, there are just so many possibilities of things. And, and Mr. CJ Sport, it was just popcorn. It wasn't like whole cups of beer or bottles of beer or any actual objects that could have caused harm. See, my issue with it is, is one, with the allergies... And the unknowns, you're now you're you're having to play police with what is allowed to be thrown at players and what's not allowed to be that they can get redemption. But then now you're also opening up the the whole conversation is as to okay to what extent. Then you you're you're also opening up the opportunity for okay this color person through that they they had this long before they were allowed to come back to a game or allowed to have their season tickets holder back. Why is this guy of this color now still got a lifetime ban or not got his tickets back or what? You're you're opening up too many avenues. Where things can be interpreted, especially in today's America, that, well, why is he only lost his season tickets for one season? But this guy over here, he threw popcorn. He only threw cotton candy. But this guy of this color, popcorn only cost him two seasons. This guy, cotton candy, he's been suspended for 10 seasons now. And it was just cotton candy. Like, it is... As stupid as this sounds, this is today's America. This is this is how the mentality, especially of the NBA fan, how this I, I'm part of many groups, chat rooms, chat groups. This this is the mentality I see every day. It goes on and on and on. And all you're doing is opening up opportunities for these same conversations over and over and you're opening up opportunities for things to be perceived as discrimination or racist when at the end of the day all you had to do was simply okay you threw something lifetime ban you're done or maybe not even a lifetime ban, but your season tickets are gone. This is this is what your band is from the arena. 
anytime you throw anything, this is one year gone, two years gone, whatever. And then if you have season ticket holders, you are no longer allowed to be a season ticket holder. Now, after your ban is lift, whatever we set the limit at, now you are a regular season ticket. You're no longer going to get the opportunity to spend a certain amount of money and go to every home game. Now you're going to spend more money because based on if we're a good team, bad team, playoffs, who's coming in town, how much the price of the tickets are. Now you're going to pay face value for tickets versus having an opportunity to be a season ticket holder and pay kind of a, a better rate price because you're buying all the home games or partial season, however you want to split it up. We are dating, dating Dragons here. You have an opportunity to buy partial season tickets, half season tickets, whole season tickets, whatever the case may be. Um, the spitting, I, 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 there shouldn't just be an indefinite. That, that's a lifetime ban for me because that's that's a whole different. That's an actual charge. That's like an assault charge. I, I don't know the exact wording, but I, I know that if you spit on somebody, you catch an actual charge. Therefore, the NBA, that, that shouldn't be just an indefinite. That should be a permanent ban. Um, permanent, if you he would have been a season, season ticket holder, a permanent ban there. Um, if it would have been a... Uh, even if it's just a, a, a regular season permanent ban from the arena, I'm not big on that. I'm glad to see the teams did step in. The NBA did step in, do the right thing, protect the players. I mean, I, I know it's just simply this is being spit on, and I say simply um, that that is gross. I I I don't know Trey Young. I I, I see the video. I'm assuming he didn't know. Um, that he was being spit on, the guy spit on from behind while he was on the sideline. Um, I understand, you know, there's a good possibility he didn't know. Um, I, I'm glad to see that he had restraints, and I'm glad to see that, you know, because that to me, that's, that I don't even drink out of the same cup or bottle as my kids. Like, I do not want other people spit on me, in me, around me. I, I just, I'm that type of person. So I can only imagine how I would react or what my thoughts would be if I physically saw somebody spit on me or felt someone spit on me or knew later on that someone spit on me. Uh, to me, that's just nasty and one of the worst things you could do. But uh, I do applaud the NFL or the NFL, the NBA. I do applaud Trey Young. Um, I don't blame Russell Westbrook. I, I think he got a little heated, but that's Russell West, uh, Russell Westbrook, and that was to be expected. I'm um, not, not surprised. And um, that's why I feel that, you know, the indefinite is not a um, – indefinite is not the, great, the best, best um, terminology and that I feel that they should be permanently banned, not just indefinitely banned. On the uh, flip side here, we got some other things to jump into, um, but before we get into those, I want to make sure that you guys go give us a follow on Twitter at The 110 Nation. Um, make sure you guys like us on Facebook, The 110 Nation Sports, and check out the site, www.the110nationsports.com for all the latest going on here at The 110 Nation. Don't forget, every Monday night right here on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network, you got Race Chat Live with Chris, Craig, and uh, Taz. Um, always, always bringing the latest going on, not only in NASCAR, but in the sporting world as well. 
Um, and, and of course, always loaded with a bunch of great guests. As uh, this week, they'll be bringing back uh, Terrell Racing um, joins them, and they'll be recapping um, the Coca-Cola 600 this weekend, Memorial Day weekend race, a race that I've gotten to uh, experience many times. Um, kind of one of the, the things I miss about being in the great state of North Carolina is, uh was about a hour and a half or so from the Charlotte uh, Motor Speedway, an opportunity to catch the Coca-Cola 600. Um, last week, uh, the guys uh, recapped Coda and uh, had Tom Varin back on the show. Um, so, guys have uh, been uh, having a uh, guest-loaded roster, um, doing great things over there. Um, the number one show on um, the uh, the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network. So, uh, doing my thing um, and trying to... Uh, uh, take over that top spot. I got a lot to do, a lot of work to do here. Um, not even in the ballpark, uh, as uh, these guys have been here every Monday night. Not missing a beat. And, uh, of course, working everything's got me uh, down. But it looks like I just about got a full roster at work. So I, I don't think we're going to have too many more Tuesday shows and when, uh, now Thursday shows that we're going to miss. Um, wedding week. Uh um, honeymoon week and of course, uh, um, Cancun trip week might be an issue, but, uh, we'll figure those out when those come, but, uh, want to make sure that I, uh, make sure you guys check them out Monday nights. Of course, I'll be here Tuesday nights and Thursday nights. Um, the 110 Nation Sports Show, eight o'clock. So make sure you guys check them out at, or check me out as well. I want to thank all those that catch the show, however you catch it. If it's here on Blog Talk Radio, um, Spreaker. As uh, that's the first uh, platform that this show syndicates over. Well, I'm not going to say the first one because the, us or them and uh, iTunes are the first two that it goes to. Then, of course, I want to make sure that I thank um, all those other platforms: Google, um, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, um, iHeartRadio, Spotify. Um, seems like I might be missing another one. I want to thank all of those outlets and all of those that catch our show on those outlets. Um, as we continue to grow a little over 10 years uh, of doing this, we got a lot of things that, uh, we got in our uh, plans and our future, a lot of goals and uh, things that we want to accomplish. Um, we, we do have a plan. We do have a goal. We do eventually want to be in, um, our own very own uh, building with our own very own staff of writers and having our own studio and being on the air 24-7 and uh, having uh, all sports and all teams covered. That has always been the plan from day one. Um, so that, that, that's the long term. We, we've been up and down. We've, we've gotten closer to that at different points of the time. And uh, right now we're probably i'm not gonna say the farthest away from reaching that goal but we're 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 kind of re re reevaluating and uh re uh redoing ourselves here so uh i um, want to thank all of those though that are catching us on all these different platforms without uh, the listeners and without the uh those going over to the site www.110nationsports.com we wouldn't be able to do what we do and continue to grow the way we grow so i want to make sure that i thank you guys um, last weekend, speaking of uh, Coda, um, was that Course of the Americas or whatever 
that they, that they called that track, the road course in Texas. Of course, that weekend, uh, last weekend, there was rain, and NASCAR fans are, are funny this way because any other weekend we have rain. Well, why doesn't NASCAR come out with rain tires? Why why doesn't NASCAR have windshield wipers? And why why can't NASCAR just be able to run in the rain? And you know it sucks because you know you got all these people that plan for a race to be on Sunday and can't afford to take Monday off, or let's say that they do take Monday off, depending on where you are. If they do the delay the race till Monday, just hypothetically, just Monday. Then now you're looking at possibly not getting back until Tuesday, depending. Because some people take Monday off, um, like I used to do, depending not knowing how late the race is going to be. So if it was a late race, I mean, even Charlotte, you know, you didn't know you was getting out of there at, you know, especially like the Coca-Cola 600, say it gets delayed. So instead of the race being over at 10, 11 o'clock, you're possibly there until midnight, 1 o'clock, and a couple hour drive plus an hour to get out of there. You're not getting into wee hours in the morning. So, of course, I would take Mondays off. Okay, let's say that it rains. So now you're automatically not getting into a Monday at noon race at best. Let's say it keeps raining, but the window is at 4 o'clock. Say that they know without a shadow of a doubt, according to their radars, the rain's going to stop at 4 o'clock. That means an hour or so dry time. We can get this race on that, and then it runs into a 6 to 10, 11 o'clock race. That means you don't get home till 12, 1 o'clock in the morning. And well, then, you know, depending on someone like myself, there's got to be at work by four o'clock in the morning. Okay, now I kind of need Tuesday off because why, you know, I, I done stayed a whole other night, had to spend that money. Um, or more than likely, I would have traveled back and forth. Um, but then that's an extra four hours of driving. Yeah, three to four hours of driving I would have had to have, depending on traffic, possibly even five hours. Um, on top of everything else, so I could save that money, and so now I'm going to be extremely tired because I didn't get in until one o'clock in the morning. Would have to turn around and be up two and a half hours later, knowing I've not hardly had any sleep the last two days. Um, so now I need Tuesday off and everything else. So why why couldn't NASCAR just just run right rain tires? Well, you know, we we would love to see NASCAR, you know. All, all they got to simply do is just bring rain tires and all they simply got to do is just, you know, have windshield wipers. I mean, they are cars, right? They can't. So NASCAR obliges. NASCAR, let's, 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 let's bring these rain tires. Let's put these, these windshield wipers on these cars and let's let these guys out there run. Then what happens? I can't believe NASCAR let these guys run in the rain. It was so dangerous. It was so, it, it just, it, they were all over the place. NASCAR fans, you need to make up your mind. First of all, NASCAR, let's back up a second. I'm not, I'm not understanding why every other car in America when your windshield wiper off, windshield wiper is off, it goes down flat, and you cannot see it. It goes down into the bottom of the windshield, between the windshield and the hood, where you can't see it. So NASCAR, why is it that when you put a windshield wiper on your car, a race car, that it stays in what it looks like the stuck-on position in the middle of the windshield, blocking part of the vision of the driver? I, I'm, I'm not understanding this. I need this to be explained to me. How every other car in America, you turn it off, it goes and hides down. But in, uh, on, a, on a NASCAR Cup Series car, you turn it off and it stays 
dead middle in the, the middle of the windshield. I, 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 who designed this? Who came up? Who thought, you know what? We're going to block part of the vision of these race car drivers. They're going to go and be going anywhere from 20, 30 miles an hour up to 100 some odd miles an hour on a road course. It's going back and forth. And we're putting these on there because if they're going to be using them, it's going to be raining. So we're going to put this and block their vision just in case they do need it. If not, we're still going to impair their vision. Say it's a sunny day, never rains. Now they're just going to have to look around this windshield blade that is sitting dead middle in the screw, uh, dead middle of their windshield. I, 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 somebody help me. Can somebody please help me understand the logic behind why they, somebody thought that this, this was a, a good idea, that this was a bright idea to not have the windshield wiper just disappear if it's not being used. Then, why? <laughs> NASCAR finally gives you what you want. They finally let, they let these guys run in the rain. Bring two sides of tire, two types of tiger tires, giving them opportunity to nobody has to miss any extra days of work. We get back on the road, get back home, and then you're upset because, well, God, this was the the the, the most dangerous racing I've seen. I can't believe NASCAR would uh, would risk these drivers' health and everything else to race in the rain. NASCAR fans, you 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 gotta make up your mind here. Either either NASCAR bends over backwards. And provide you the opportunity to watch these guys run in the rain, which I'm all for. It is what it is. Um, we, we see guys hit the wall, flip, and everything else at 200 miles an hour. You gonna tell me that them running into each other as as safe as these cars are at 20, 30 miles an hour was really that severe? But anyway, <laughs> not that I want to be in a car wreck, but you know. NASCAR fans, you you got to make up your mind. You can't be back and forth. Um, NASCAR power rankings. I've never been r- real big on the whole power rankings, um, but the power rankings are out. Smart Trex keeps the number one spot. Last week, he was number one. He stayed number one. The number two spot stays the same as well. Um as um, William Byron keeps the number two spot with the 11th place finish at Coda. Um, number three, Kyle Larson moves up into the third spot, was in fourth. Him and Danny Hamlin uh, switches spots. There's the word I'm looking for as Hamlin slips uh, down one spot to four. Um, Chase Elliott with the win, with the rain short. And, I, and I, that's where I'm, I'm kind of lost in how you bring the gear to have uh, the opportunity to run in the rain, and then you still have a rain-shortened race. like. I, I okay. Um, they slide. He slides up into the uh, fifth spot from ninth. Lugano moves up one spot into sixth. Kevin Harvick. Kevin Harvick. There you go. Kevin Harvick drops a couple spots, falls down to the seventh. Alex Bowman stays um, where he's at at eighth. Ryan Blaney drops three positions to the ninth, and Kyle Busch stays steady at the tenth with his tenth place finish. Um, in his third top 10 in the last four races. Nobody dropped out of the top 10 of NBC Sports uh, power rankings. Um, power rankings are interesting to me. Um, I, I don't pay a lot of attention to them. I, I, I'll look at them here and there. 
because they do intrigue me. Um, they they intrigue me in a couple ways. One, with power ranking, power rankings, you kind of get a smaller window of performance. In other words, we're we're basing these rankings off of movement over what happened last week. So you get an opportunity to kind of, and just like the NFL, from week to week, well, okay, we get an opportunity to to see a small window, okay, what was highlighted, what was a feature from this week's win or loss, um, this, in race in NASCAR, this week's performance, um, versus the entire season. Then you also get to look at the big picture, okay, well, um, for prime examples, Mark Truex, last week, number one in the last 10 races. So now, now we're not only discussing um, – in the uh, short term, in other words, what he did last week in Texas. But also now we're looking at the last 10 races. Um, William Byron let his 11th place finish on Sunday, snapped a streak of 11 consecutive top 10s. So not only, okay, he finished outside of the top 10, um, but was still the second best um, driver. But then we also can look at the big picture, and it gives us a big dosage as well. Well, he's got 11 consecutive top 10s up until this week. Um, so those those are a couple of things that I, I enjoy about power rankings. Also, it gives me kind of other writers, other sports venues, other companies' um, perspective of what they're looking at, how they feel this team ranks or is doing versus other teams or drivers versus other drivers. Uh, so I, I enjoy seeing kind of that big picture and getting, you know, I, I, I watch a lot of shows. I, I watch Colin Cowherd. I watch Speak for Yourself. Um, I used to watch First Things First. Um, I'm not as big on First Things First now that um, Chris Carter's not on there and just that the direction that they have gone is not quite as good as the direction they used to be. Um, I'll take some clips from undisputed. I'm just not real big on skip him and Stephen A. Smith are really a couple pump pump assassins and I've never just really been big on them. Um, I don't think there is a single show on ESPN that I watch. Um, I really just do my best to deter from watching ESPN as a general rule. Um, there's too much of an agenda. There, there's too much shoving their political um, views down um, sports fans' throats, and I'm not big on that. Um, if there's a, a sporting event on ESPN, I will watch it, but a lot of times I turn it down or really just kind of block out, um, what ignorance is being said on during that game and who's speaking and just kind of do my own thing, um, or, or hold conversations or whatever the case may be. There's just not a lot coming out of ESPN period. Um, that's kind of why they're in this situation and, you know, really honestly, they're holding on to this whole agenda thing and really trying to push and make things seem to be more extreme than what they really are. I, I'm, a, I'm a firm believer if things were to the extreme that ESPN tries to push everything and make it seem then Fox Sports would be pushing the same thing and talking about the same thing, and NBC Sports and Mav Sports and um, all these other stations 
but it seems that you got all these other stations that focus more on the sport itself. If there's an issue, they'll talk about it, but usually it's an isolated issue, an isolated incident. And then you flip over to ESPN and it's about all they talk about and all they push and all they worry about. And, Oh yeah, by the way, there, there there was 15 playoff games last night, but we're going to be more focused on spinning this into being some kind of political or racial or um, all cops are bad scenario versus let's get into the sports and, okay, we did have this incident, you know, was isolated um, and, and we're going to talk about this and, and give our thoughts about it. And then we're going to move on and talk about, you know, this happening or that happening no you know now now there's 15 commercials about it now it is this is the only thing this is the only way it is, this is how it's going to be um and, and basically all the rest of y'all can burn in hell if you don't believe the same way we believe um and, and so, <laughs> so why ESPN is is the ratings and the viewings and every all the issues they got going on right now but anyway um but NASCAR um like I said one let's let's work on the redesign of this whole windshield wiper there. There's no reason that your windshield wiper in the off position should be blocking the view of your driver, period. None at all. Um, NASCAR fans, once again, and this has been a thing. This is, this is never, this is an ongoing thing. This, I think this is a, one of the biggest turnoffs to me when it comes to NASCAR fans you bitch, moan, and cry because you want these changes. Then NASCAR makes these changes. They do exactly what you ask. And then when they make the change, either you bitch, moan, and cry when they make the change. Oh, I can't believe NASCAR changes something else. I can't believe that NASCAR just just taking us from our roots. I can't believe that NASCAR is... You, you spent the last year, two years, three years, five years complaining about whatever topic. And NASCAR did all the research, figured out how to please you, figured out how to make the change that you wanted to happen. And now you're going to bitch, moan, and cry because NASCAR made that change. Did exactly what you wanted. You didn't like how the cars looked, how the cars performed. All the cars are the same. NASCAR has been tweaking and working ever since before the car of tomorrow. Yes, car tomorrow sucked, but they were working on making better cars, cars that what you wanted. And you've bitched and moaned every step of the way. And, and just different things, how it's the sport has gotten to be too expensive. But then so NASCAR cuts one of the crewmen out of the, the, the stall to help cut down costs. Uh, I mean, enough people to go over the wall. In order to make cuts, you got to make cuts somewhere. You you can't complain about things in NASCAR. Do exactly what you ask. Well, I, they should be able to put rain tires on their car. They they should be able to run in the rain. Um, they, they, these are race cars. Uh, Indy does it, and this league, this series does it, and that series does it. So NASCAR's worked with this. We did it in the Xfinity series. They've worked on it. They've worked on it. Oh, I can't believe that NASCAR put those li- those drivers' life in danger, and how 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 they didn't care about the the safety and the well-being of their drivers. Did you see that, NASCAR fans? The point system is so boring. Like you, you got one driver, two 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 races for the end of the season. They've already got locked up. So we come up with a a, a series, a a a 
a playoff system. Oh, I can't believe y'all changed the point system. Now, 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 if this would have been 1995, so-and-so would have won the championship. Yeah, if this would have been 1995, then Jeff Gordon would have had the, the point system, the, the race. I, and I know this because I was at the 1995 Atlanta race, the last race of the season. All he had to do was literally turn his car on, and that's all he had to do. I'd rather come down to four drivers and it, it'd be a free-for-all, in, which has provided the last race of the season to be a great race every year because you got four people that are always going to be eligible to win the championship versus knowing that all you, some of these drivers got to do the last race of the um, last race of the season is turn the car on. Now, there's been a couple years that they didn't even have, really had to. I don't think they even had to show it. I think by, by, law, by rules you had to show it, but that was literally all they had to do. Um, was just show up. They didn't even have to complete a lap. I think the Gordon, I think he had to finish 35th or better. I was exaggerating a little bit, but that, that basically, um, he just had to show up. So it, it seems that no matter what NASCAR does to try to improve the sport in a way that NASCAR fans want the sport improved, they find a way to flip that around, bitch, moan, and cry. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I can't believe they changed the points. I can't believe they keep turning, tweaking the car. I can't believe that they went to this track, and I can't believe they went to this track. Oh, my God. Just shut up. Either quit bitching how the sport is, and asking NASCAR to make changes to improve the sport or stop bitching, moaning, and crying after NASCAR makes the exact changes you asked them to make um, because you don't, you decided you didn't want the change or you didn't think that your kind was going to make a difference and they changed something that, oh, that's just taken away from the grassroots of the sport. I can't believe that, you know, we were complaining because the, the conditions of that track was horrible. And, you know, we're, we, there was only 20,000 of us. It was 20,000 of us that could show up the track because the, the stands were not that big. And there wasn't that many people back in 1980-something when they made that track. And, you know, the, 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 the facilities, like you could only get five people in the bathroom. So you spend half the race on the line and, so NASCAR goes out and makes these big, nice tracks and with a lot of stands and a lot of seats and you can get half the stadium or half the, the grandstand in the bathroom. But of course, to make that happen, now you got to eliminate a race somewhere. And so that track that she was complaining about that the facilities ain't that great. You can't really get many people in there. It's hard to even get a ticket. Even though by the time they took that track off the uh, circuit, the attendance was really too low for them to even worry about going to that track anymore. Anyway, you know, that like your Rockingham's as great as Rockingham was. I got an opportunity to go to Rockingham when they brought the trucks back in case he came on the race. I love the facility, but, you know, it was one of the tracks that they complained about. You know, you just had some bleacher seats. You get five people in the bathroom. Um, the f- concessions, there wasn't really much to it, this, that, and the other. But it was the back roots of NASCAR. And so, you know, you, it, but before they pulled it, you know, the attendance was dwindled down enough. And what used to be two races a year, it was like the second race of the year and later in the year, become one race of the year to become where you couldn't even get enough people to fit the 20, 30,000 seats that was even available because they weren't able to put the money into upkeeping and having the big luxury grandstands and 
concessions and bathrooms that these new tracks can afford and these new owners of these tracks could afford. So then you didn't show up to the track that you complained about because you weren't happy with the facilities. So you weren't buying tickets. So NASCAR did something about it, got brand new facilities that had all these things that you wanted and had to take the, the tracks that nobody was going to off the schedule. So they gave you what you wanted, but not how you wanted it, maybe when you wanted it. Um, and so then you complain, well, they took Rockingham off and they took North Wilkesboro off and they took Watkins Glen off and they took, you can't have it both way. You, you can't have it unless you have the money to dump into the track and, and spend the money to upgrade the pavement on the track, to upgrade the, the safer barriers on the wall, to upgrade the grandstands to fit the thousands on top of thousands of people that are going to come, to upgrade the concessions and bathrooms so everybody doesn't have to wait in line all day long to use the bathroom. Unless you financially have that money and is willing to dump it in there and no return other than the fact that NASCAR just happens to come to your track once, maybe twice a year, depending on um, the situation, then you really have no say in it and nothing to complain about. It, bottom line, that's just the facts. Anyway, <laughs> Monday night, <laughs> talking about NASCAR. Monday night, the guys are going to be back in the studio uh, to recap the Coca-Cola 600. It's always a, a great time. Um the Charlotte uh, Motor Speedway puts on one hell of a show. Like I said, I've gotten an opportunity to be part of that show many on top of many of times. Um, the pre-race shows, the activities, they're involved with the military, what they do, the show they put on with the military. Um, one of the best I've ever been part of and got to see. So uh, looking forward to a, a recap of this weekend's Coca-Cola 600. <laughs> Like I said, of course, uh, great studio back in the studios. They will have trail racing. So looking forward um, to listen to the guys catch up with them and uh, get to see what's going on over there. I will be back in the studio again Tuesday night as I am on Tuesday and Thursdays, 8 p.m. for the 110 Nation Sports Show. Um, so make sure you guys uh, check in and, and tune into that. Um, don't forget, you guys can follow us on Twitter at 110 Nation. You can follow us uh, or give us a like on Facebook, the 110 Nation Sports. Make sure you jump over to the site, www.the110nationsports.com, for all the latest going on here at the 110 Nation. Until next time. Lowe's has more of what trade pros like you need to get the job done. That means more delivery options, more convenient hours to fit your schedule, and more savings to fit your budget. More of the brands you trust the most. More of everything you need all in one place. That's why in the past year, more electricians, landscapers, painters, plumbers, and other pros helped make Lowe's the new home for trade pros. U.S. only. At Capella University, education is as smart as the world around us. With the FlexPath format, you can take classes at your own pace, set your own deadlines, and even leverage your previous experience to move faster. Now that's smart. Learn more at capella.edu. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
Chumba. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.